You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. Well, happy Saturday, everybody. I know it's not Wednesday. It is a wonderful, beautiful Saturday morning. We have a lot going on, especially with the International Festival of the Arts going on right now in Epcot. And if you haven't seen already, we've posted a, a few pictures. We, uh, we have people down there. Your Story Travel Company is down there. And the pictures coming back are just unbelievable and beautiful. If you haven't had a chance to get down there to International Festival of the Arts, I do highly encourage you sometime to go ahead and check that out. I've been down there a handful of times during the various festivals that Epcot has throughout their year to keep that park busy. They do a wonderful job doing that. When I mean they, I mean Disney. But anyway, enough with that. It is Saturday. Again, I apologize. We didn't put out a hump day rumors and news last Wednesday. A lot going on last week, and we'll explain later in the upcoming weeks. So here's how this episode's going to go. We have the latest and greatest coming out of Disney, uh, latest uh, headlines. And uh, we'll talk about, uh, well, I guess I can just talk about it right now. I mean, uh, the Mouse Pates podcast, we're currently in negotiations right now with another party that will be taking over. The editing and recording, publishing all of the above of the Mousecapades podcast. You will still hear Stephanie and myself weekly doing our thing, but we're handing the podcast over to others that will take care of this, and they're going to be publishing their own episodes throughout the week as well. So we're currently in negotiations and under contract with what those episodes are going to be, what they're going to sound like. Uh, you know the theme of these episodes all of the above so very excited about that stuff that will alleviate a lot of stress on our end and allow us to focus more on the travel aspect of things and uh, so yeah that's about it and it's been a crazy it's been a really really crazy week so welcome back again everybody I believe this is episode 481 and as you can already tell I am flying solo on this episode and yes, that's how crazy it's been. Stephanie and I are, are not together right now uh, recording in the studios, and we've even moved our studios uh, out of our old location and into, um, into here oh, over, toward, over at the travel agency. So we will, Stephanie and I will be hopefully recording out of the travel agency location and uh, maybe doing a few more episodes uh, every now and then uh, back at our old location, but uh, just depends on what's convenient for all of us. So a lot of changes, and it kind of just like, bam, happened uh, all at once. But these are good changes, positive changes, that will allow Mousecapades to beef up their content um, and all, all around just entertainment value, and it's just going to pour out to you, the listeners, as well and just be good for, for everybody. So I do want to give a big shout out uh, to all of our listeners that have been very interested in selling travel with Your Story Travel Company. 
we do see your applications pouring in and that's been kind of overwhelming as well. So if you haven't heard back from us in the last few days, we will definitely get back to you this coming week. So uh, don't uh, don't be scarred. We're going to get back to everybody. And the, the response with uh, people that listen to the podcast that also want to help out and be part of the Ohana and sell travel and do your thing and, and be part of, uh, of our family. It's, it's been great to see all these applications come in and it's, it's been really neat to see something that, you know, this started off as a podcast, geez, back in technically, I mean, we say 2015 was when we went to iTunes, but the podcast itself started a couple years, even before that, uh, back in like 13 and it morphed into what it is today. And I couldn't, I couldn't be happier, uh, honestly. And uh, through the years, we've had some changes. We've had co-hosts come and go. But like I said, we're working on contracts right now to have some of those familiar voices that you have heard in the past that will be hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, coming back. So I really hope that that does happen. As a matter of fact, I'm meeting with um, a handful of individuals this evening just to go over contracts so we're going i think this is our what second round of negotiations so and we're gonna have a blast sitting down eating eating some food and talking about it but enough with that welcome back like i was saying earlier this is episode 481 so welcome back if you're listening on stitcher podcast addict itunes google home geez i mean there's so much out there so we just want to say welcome go ahead and check out our site before we begin check out our friends it's us, Your Story Travel Company. You can go to the website, yourstorytravel.com. You can reach out to one of our agents on latest deals, info, and and just all things Disney. It's, it's easy. You can click on our story and reach out to our agents and join. You can even join our Ohana. Like I was saying earlier, we've, we've had a lot of people pouring in applications that want to become an agent with Your Story Travel Company, and we are going through each and every one so keep them coming please 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 keep them coming we want to grow our ahana so let's get into this first story this one's near and dear to me and it's it's very sad and i hate to start off the podcast with a sad story but it's it's sad the last handful of years i have missed this person because uh i wasn't quite sure what was going on but over there at the polynesian resort I used to have lays made. My wife and myself would have lays made by Auntie Kawaii. And for those of you that don't know her, she began performing, actually, uh, at the Waikiki back in the 1960s. And Disneyland officials took notice of Auntie Kawaii. uh, And they asked her to move to California, and she began performing at the... uh, the Luau three times a day, entertaining people there in the in the terrace there in Adventureland, and then she later moved to Disney's Polynesian Resort Village. Back in 1971, when they launched that, and later on, Auntie Kawaii became the cultural representative at the Polynesian. But this this lady was simply amazing. She was like everybody's grandmother. I, I kid you not. She was very loving kind and treated you as if you were the only person on Disney property. It was really crazy. She 
when you spoke with her and, and just sat down and talked, she uh, honestly, she'd tell you stories of Disney of the past, you know, her story, how she became where what she is and, and here in Orlando and just about her family and her culture and everything. And it was really cool, but she'd make these lays uh, all the time for us. And the last few years, I haven't seen her at the Polynesian and my wife and I just thought maybe she got tired of it, resigned. I hadn't seen anything come over the, the news feed or whatever, but she just hasn't hasn't been there for, for a while. But we, we just heard this past week that she passed away. And I don't know if there was sickness involved beforehand or indeed she did retire, but it wasn't, I mean, I want to say the last time I talked with her was back in probably 2015, maybe 16. And then after that, I I haven't seen her. And I've been to the Polynesian lots of times, uh, more than I can count. And I just didn't see her there. And I often wondered, like I was saying, what happened. But but now we know, last week, uh, last Thursday. So this was, wasn't, not, I shouldn't say last week, it was the week before on Thursday. Walt Disney World leaders gathered at Disney's Polynesian Village on Friday to honor the memory of Auntie Kauai. And she passed away. So our thoughts and prayers go out to her and her family. She brought joy to many people from all over the world, literally from all over the world and if you've had an opportunity to speak with her at the Polynesian Resort, you know exactly what I'm talking about right now with her stories and her traditions and, and just the magic she would bring to everybody and making you feel like you're the only one at that resort at Walt Disney World. She was that awesome of a person. Like I said, she was like everybody's grandmother. She loved everybody, and everybody was part of her ohana. So thoughts and prayers go out to you, Auntie Kauai, and uh, we, we will miss you. You'll be dearly missed. So let's talk about moving on to Walt Disney World Marathon. So it just ended up, it just ended for us, the Walt Disney World Marathon. I didn't know this, but it was faced with a delayed start uh, at the beginning. They had to modify the course, and this is according to the report. It says here that uh, Walt Disney World Marathon, the signature race, yada, yada, and run Disney 2020, had its course modified due to weather conditions. I wasn't out there for the race. I had lots of friends that were out there for the race. And the pictures, I didn't see any bad weather per se or anything. But we do have, um, we're going to have a few individuals that ran in the, the marathon weekend race. We're going to have them on the, uh, the Mouse Pays podcast and, and get them on here and talk about it. We're going to talk about the weather. And like I said in the pictures, I didn't see anything. I saw some awesome individuals I got to meet, like Jackie Joyner Kersey and some others, but but I didn't see any inclement weather. Maybe it was during the morning or whatnot, but let's go and see if it says anything in this uh, in this article. It says, given uh, the warm weather and the course length, they modified the course for the runner's safety. So there you go. It was, it was I guess it was too hot uh, to run the course that they originally had. So they shortened the race. Anyway, I've run in a few Run Disney events. I've been there where it's been pretty hot, and they've never modified the, the course, but uh, interesting that they modified. I wonder how many times they've modified a race in the past. I'm, I'm not sure. Here's a, here's a very uh, interesting article that had me laughing because 
other podcasts that I listen to and other articles that I read surrounding the parks and people and actors and things like that. So I had already gotten a little heads up on this story before I saw it released online. And it had me scratching my head wondering if it was just rumor or not, but apparently it was factual. And it involves uh, Meghan Markle uh, reportedly doing voiceover work for Disney. And so I'll just read you the article and then I'll, I'll let you know what I heard um, through some individuals and uh, other podcasters. So according to a report from the British newspaper, Meghan Markle, the Duchess... Um, agreed to do some voiceover work for the Walt Disney Company in exchange for a charitable contribution. Prince Henry and Meghan have made the news recently after their announcement that they would be stepping back from the royal duties in an attempt to become more financially independent. Well, first off, I read into that and I started, I started reading about what, what does that mean for them to be financially independent. And did you guys know that England gives 5% of all the wealth to these two. Like, they get 5% of all wealth from England. That translates into millions and millions of dollars, people. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. Just that 5%. When they say that they're apparently, and I don't mean to get all political on you, but I read this and I shake my head, and they're saying they want to become financially independent. From what I've read... All that means is they're saying, we don't want that 5% from England anymore. But people, they're still inheriting all that money from their parents and grandparents because they're royals. And it just has me shaking my head like they're putting this image out that we're becoming financially independent when all they're saying is, you know what, England, we're not going to take your money anymore. Ah, It had me laughing. So moving on, whatever. They're not really becoming financially independent. If they want to become financially independent, in my opinion, they just need to stop taking daddy, mommy and daddy's money and uh, grandmother's money and move along. So anyway, the rest of the article goes, the voiceover work may have already been completed during the royal couple's holiday trip to Canada with the donation going to Elephants Without Borders. Now, this is what I heard from a lot of people in our circles that Megan and Prince Harry were begging Iger to allow Megan to do some voiceovers in their upcoming featured uh, cartoons. Now, from, from also from, our, from what I read, and this came from multiple sources and other podcasters too, that Megan and Harry were begging to be part of John Favreau's Lion King and just begging and begging and begging and begging and even begged Iger, like I was saying earlier. And I guess when you, when you're Royal, you you know, you have that, uh, you have that stamp, right? That's that stamp of approval to where I guess you could just go ahead and meet with Iger and say, Hey, I want to do some voiceovers, but uh, apparently they went around about and also then came back and said, hey, we want to do some voiceovers. We want the money to go to Elephants Without Borders, which is a great cause, by the way. Um, but I think there's more to all the story than the media is pushing out there or what we're shown. So I don't know. Maybe we'll hear something later on 
as it unfolds. But uh, regardless, breaking away from the family and not accepting the 5% from England and makes for, for good news stories, right? Let's move along here, and I can care less either way. So let's move along here. We have the sing-along screens for Frozen 2 uh, heading to theaters next Friday. So just as they did with the 2013 original, Disney is bringing a sing-along version of Frozen 2 to theaters starting Friday, January 17th. And it says, let's see, you're just warming up with our vocal cords because tickets are already on sale. Okay, interesting. Goes on to say if you're a little rusty, you can practice. Are you going to go? Are you going to go to this? Are you going to look for the theaters that are going to be holding this and sing your little sing-alongs with uh, Frozen 2? If Colin wants to do it, I'll go ahead and I'll do it. I love doing the Frozen sing-along there at Disney Hollywood Studios. Uh, I have not yet. I have yet to see Frozen 2, so don't, don't yell at me. Don't scream. Don't throw a rotten tomato through me, through uh, the speaker or whatnot, but have not seen it. I don't know. This whole Frozen 2 thing just did not uh, interest me from the beginning, I'll be honest. I and A lot of people are telling me it's not uh, rehash of the first one, but uh, I don't know. I think I'll just let this one come to DVD or something, and then I'll go ahead and watch. Maybe better yet, Disney Plus. So, Disneyland confirms virtual queues will be used for Star Wars: Rise of Resistance. We've all seen this. The report goes on and it's confirmed that virtual queues will be used for Star Wars: Rise of Resistance. Opens in Star Wars: Land Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park on the 17th. So much like the process that's been going on at Disney Hollywood Studios since the attraction opened last month, guests will need to join a boarding group to access Ride of Resistance. A virtual queue will be available starting at published park opening hours, and guests must have entered Disneyland Park in order to join a boarding group using the Disneyland app. Guests should look for Star Wars Rise of Resistance access by boarding group on the app's main page. Just like all the other virtual queues, you, you have to be in the park. It recognizes, the app recognizes you're in the park. You go ahead and click on it, and you can sign up for your virtual queue. This has been flawless over there at Disney Hollywood Studios. Good reports from many of our friends and colleagues uh, and uh, our agents that that with uh, your story travel company have said that this is working seamlessly. Um, but one thing that uh, everybody says, the fact that the ride keeps breaking down um, is probably one of the best rides ever made. Matter of fact, last summer, a Disney exec told me that uh, you think Flight of Passage is amazing. This ride's going to blow your socks off. I've heard that it, that it does, that this ride is just simply amazing and puts you into the environment which you feel like you have been captured by a first order and the resistance, resistance is there to help you escape. Uh, I've heard others say that it, it's not quite as great as Flight, as pa- Flight of Passage, but uh, either way, I feel like Disney has done an, an amazing job with this ride, and I personally can't wait to go ahead and jump aboard on that ride i just didn't want to deal with all the chaos right now and the hustle of of everybody fighting and if you've seen those crowds by the way disney highway studios the crowds i mean simply insane they look honestly these crowds and from the reports we're getting from our colleagues with your story travel company and just the pictures they're posting online and you've seen some of the stuff we've thrown all this stuff up online by the way these crowds are intense they're insane it's almost it's busier or or more compact than opening day, you know, and we were there for opening day in the middle of it all. And we've posted all that stuff online as well. The crowds look 
even worse <laughs> now, right now in the mornings, I should say, than opening day when Star Wars Galaxy Edge even opened. You've also seen us put up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Epcot has finally shared their annual pass holder exclusives for the International Festival of the Arts. It's pretty cool. They have this Mickey magnet that looks hand-brushed, you know, looks like a painting and it's hand-brushed with all the colorful, wonderful uh, colors and, looks, you know, just brush strokes of a behind Mickey now. And it, Mickey itself doesn't kind of look painted, but just behind it, it's got a whole bunch of colorful brush strokes. It looks really cool. Pretty, pretty neat magnet, by the way. Let's see here. New Disneyland Limited. Oh, so here you go. Time, uh, limited time, three-day ticket offer for kids for early of 2020. This is great, everyone. Disneyland Resort has announced a new limited time offer that gives guests the opportunity to purchase a three-day ticket with admission to one park per day for a child ages three to nine for as little as $67 per day. Pretty cool. Tickets are valid today all the way through May 21st of 2020. And it says tickets must be purchased by May 18th of 2020. So really good deal. Three-day, one, one park per day ticket. Here are the sample prices, by the way, uh, at a glance. So like a three-day, one park per ticket is $199. A three-day, one park per day ticket with Disney Max Pass, $244. A three-day park hopper ticket, $254. Oh, my gosh, man. That is nuts. Last time I purchased a three-day park hopper pass, it was $96 over there at Disneyland. Uh, so that tells you some years ago I was out there. Now, that was the military discount, though. That wasn't uh, the regular guest rate. Three-day park hopper ticket with Disney Max Pass is going to run you $299. So, Anyways, it goes on to say that Southern California residents um, can take advantage of the exact same offer. So that's good. Oh, this was a cool story. The London home of Mary Poppins, you know, uh, off P.L. Travers, uh, is for sale. The former home of the children's classic Mary Poppins novels is up for sale in London. Although it goes on to say this isn't the, this is not the home in which P.L. Travers wrote the original Mary Poppins. That the, um, that home is 50, it goes on to say 50 Smith Street in Chelsea. The Travers home that is currently on the market is at 29 Shawfield Street in Chelsea. The asking price, four million eight hundred fifty. Uh, I guess would this be pounds? Uh, wouldn't be euros, right? They they go by pounds. Last time I checked, maybe it is euros. I'm pretty sure it's pounds though. Let's see here. It says the 2,195 square foot terrace uh, built in the 19th century was purchased by Miss Travers in 1962, following the release of the fifth book. Okay, now let's see here. According to the real estate agent, the house is a light, it says a light four bedroom, grade two listing. I'm not going to go into that. It sounds boring. I thought part of this was featured in, is this not featured in Mr. Banks? Maybe I want to, I thought maybe a few of it was featured in Mr. Banks. I, I, I don't know. But uh, anyway, I think that's about all I have. What are we running here? 22 minutes, That that's it. Um... Sorry to disappoint you if it was only, if you're thinking, oh man, it's already over, but there wasn't really much release other than, you know, we have the festival, International Festival of the Arts running right now over at Epcot. So keep a look out on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter feed for that and talking about Your Story Travel Company and the Mousecapades podcast for that matter. 
Um, we've posted quite a few pictures lately with all of our wonderful families and travel agents that are down there right now at the festival. And by the way, one of our, one of our very own traveling back today, so safe travels for Corinne with Your Story Travel Company is traveling back. So I think her plane is in flight right now as we speak. And uh, safe travels to you. And we hope that the Disney blues doesn't hit you as hard as it hits everybody else because it's going to be hard for everybody to go back. And it is for everybody to go back to the real world. Am I right? So anyway, that's all I got. Don't forget to go ahead and check us out, Your Story Travel dot com for all the latest disney deals and news and reach out to our lovely agents and they will contact you back if you're interested in being a guest on our show or have a question or comment you can simply or simply want that free quote don't be bashful you can get a little dopey with us and uh you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or travel at mousecapadespodcast.net as always don't forget to check out our friends over at yourstorytravel.com I think it's about that time, everybody. Um, so, peace. Have a magical day. Goodbye, farewell, be on your merry way. We are going to miss you every single day. So long, adieu, ta-ta and toodaloo. On my merry way, I'll always think of you. On land, or sand, or gravel. Or where the roads we travel, unravel. It's more fun with two, it's always me and you. And together, we will stay. Through warm or stormy weather We'll always be together Forever, for within my heart If we should ever part We'll be never far away from each other We'll be never far away Dum 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 d